0: Welcome to the Live Exposed Podcast. This is the podcast that is designed to help you break free from the fake life you've been living and live in actual freedom, the life you were actually meant to live. We're so glad you tuned in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do love what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe button, follow us. Also, uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and help them experience the life that they were meant to live. So, here to help you navigate your path to freedom is the host of the Live Exposed podcast, Mr. Reggie Brock.
1: Well, hello again, and welcome to episode 18 of Live Exposed. I'm Reggie Brock. Yes, I said 18. Uh, I'm as surprised as some of you have, <laughs> but the reason there is the 18th one is because 1 through 17 accomplished exactly what I set out to do, and that was to stir hearts of people who were in similar Uh, life journey as I am and have been, trying to really dig out of some challenges that they're having personally, and yes, even professionally, and realizing that the changes that need to happen are not on the outside of us, but they're on the inside of us. There are issues that we've buried, there are pains, there are um, uh, difficulties that we've had, there are things that we just can't overcome, that we have started avoiding, thinking that if we just leave them along, long enough, they'll go away on their own. But you know as well as I do, that's not the case. For you to be set free and those chains of your past due to pains and poor decision-making have to be broken. You just can't wish them away. You can't hope them away. And in a lot of cases, I'm not saying you can not, but generally speaking, you can't really pray them away. You have to pray them away with work to work them away, right? And so that's where most of us do to really a shallow approach to dealing with our problems. So we find ourselves confused and really unwilling to continue. And that's when we have to put the work in. And for you who are listening to my podcast on a regular basis and commenting to me, you you know what it is to put work in. You know, some of these challenges that we all have have been there for decades. They've rooted and they've become attached to us. I mean, like almost like they're immovable. <clears throat> and in some cases, it's it, it, it they have been. But what I'm telling you is that can change but you're going to have to take um, a new approach to how you're dealing with your life, starting with the inside and working its way out. Because I'm telling you, the fruit that people see on the outside of you is in direct correlation to the root and the seed inside of you. So if you want something to change, you have to start at the root. So what we deal with on this show are root level issues, bitterness and unforgiveness, and you know, um, you know, other th- things that have hindered our potential and growth, um, because if revealed, if people saw, they may think less of us. and we're obsessed with what people think we are. <laughs> and we'll go to whatever ends we have to to protect that image or that brand and as a result we'll just like take no time for dealing with the real problems and challenges in our lives because nobody sees them we think they're hidden and you know nobody ever know well you know you know when you go to bed every night there's that wandering voice inside your head that that won't shut up and guess what it's not going to shut up till it's dealt with and the only way it's going to be dealt with is when you peel the outer layer back so to speak and get inside and start dealing with these unresolved issues. And when you do, you'll be able to walk away from them. They'll be resolved. They'll be handled. They'll be taken care of. Will they forever be gone out of your memory? No, but it's the way you start. And if you will be brave enough, courageous enough, and you can find comfort and really encouragement and strength through this podcast, you will start the journey toward the life you were intended to live, not what you're, living now, which most of it is made up. It's not even something you believe, but you've got people convinced there are things about you that you know that really aren't. And so let's just come clean and let's just find the genuineness inside of us and the uniqueness that we've all been gifted with and live it out. And when you start doing that, you're going to start seeing freedom. You're going to start sensing like mentally stronger um, your courage and your boldness is going to manifest itself in new ways and and you're just going to start living the life you had only hoped about before and if that's for you you found a good place to spend 30 week 30 minutes a week um, on this podcast so again thanks for being a part of today I want to take time and talk to you about a subject that that's been rattling around in my head for the last couple of weeks because you know, the word has always been something that I have fought um and been challenged and felt like was a negative in my life life, and that's the word friction. Friction. So today I want to talk about the laws that govern friction. I want to talk about how helpful, beneficial, um, in right measure friction can be to your life and the relationships you have. Um and rather than it being something we try to eliminate it's something that we can embrace and understand that it is a force in life that matters that we need to utilize and that's what i want to talk about today i had a conversation recently with a good friend of mine and uh, um, he was talking about a business that he's putting together he's in the he's he's been in the roofing business for years um and if you've been in the roofing business which a lot of you have that listen to my podcast You know that there is this friction, this tension, uh, this uh, constant conflict between contractors and insurance carriers in particular. So not only has that been a bloodbath for most of us, but now we have gotten other people involved in this colossal, (laughs) never-ending fight. And that's the homeowners. And, you know, we've pulled adjusters in and we've pulled attorneys in. And look, they all have their place and I understand it. But my God, it's exhausting having to go through that process. And I guess maybe it's my age or, you know, some of my experience. I I just don't think that we have to do that with, you know, so much regularity. Are there going to be times and tests and, you know, need for a, a full out assault on the quote unquote other side? No doubt about it. But if you go into something constantly thinking about fighting inevitably you're going to fight and um, so he was talking to me about what he was building and he said ultimately my goal is real simple and that is I want to eliminate friction and I thought well that's interesting because every time I'm I feel resistance I get defensive every time I feel friction every time I feel like somebody's rubbing me the wrong way so to speak I, I, I get defensive and I want to fight and I go into this like guerrilla warfare mentality that anytime there's pressure, I know somebody's trying to get what's mine and boy, I'm going to defend it. <clears throat> and that's what we all of us, not all of us, but most of us think about friction. And so when it appealed to me that he he was trying to and he not just trying, he's done a wonderful job in building this system that I think is going to uh, create some reduction in friction, right? I don't know that elimination is ever the right word, uh, but you know, I, I think reducing the friction in that environment would be very, very helpful. But let me ask you a question. If you could you know wave your magic wand and just eliminate friction in your life, do you think everything would work out the way you wanted it to just because there was no friction? And the answer is no. Friction has a place in our lives. It is good for us at times. It is bad for us at others. But what I'm here to tell you today and suggest to you is that friction or tension, um, if you will, are neither good nor bad. It's just needed in the right proportions in our life. On a regular basis. I'm not here to judge today whether friction is right or wrong because I think it's neutral. I think it's a force that's inevitably affects all of our lives in every relationship or in every venture that we 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 encounter and where friction becomes unhealthy to me is when it's out of balance and disproportionate and it's. Such a drain and such a stress and such a pressure that we can never live happy and content and peaceful. Listen, sometimes that tension is healthy, (laughs) sometimes that friction is keeps us motivated and encouraged and driven. And boy, we really, really need that, but we never need to be overwhelmed by it. It never needs to be given to us in such measure that it becomes unhealthy. And I've seen that happen in so many, many people's lives. Listen, you're you're with a a homeowner in a sales situation, and all of a sudden, you sense there's friction and there's this tension that develops. We get defensive, don't we? We start fighting for what's ours. We try to convince them. We start pressuring them. We start pushing them. And the reality of it is sometimes tension, even in a call, really in, in a sales call, helps you to really identify what the real needs in the call are. Don't think that friction or tension in a sales call is always a negative result. It could be a motivator for you getting to the right place in that person and that homeowner's life to understand them deeper so that that friction and that force and that resistance pressed against you actually becomes something that's helped you in the call. Think about your marriage. You know. I don't know of anybody who has been married for more than five minutes or maybe five days that didn't sense pressure at times and conflict. You know, they, 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 they sense that there's friction because people have differing views, right? And, you know, at times, we, you know, our friction causes us to butt heads and we, it becomes unreconcilable. And that's not what I'm after today. But I'll tell you what, my wife of 32 years sometimes, The conflict that we have because of difference of thought has helped me grow in an area that I needed to. I need that force and that conflict in measure. I'm not talking about something that suffocates me or her. I'm talking about it helps me to understand the moment more clearly from a different perspective. You see, we become uh, very selfish in the way we see life. To a point where we miss great opportunities, and so what we end up doing is thinking, well, this friction or tension or pressure that I'm feeling from somebody or something is taking me off my path. When the reality of it is, it may be that may be exactly what's putting you on the right path. Friction, my friends, is not good or bad. It just has. it, It but it's needed in right measure for every one of us in every circumstance that we encounter in life i firmly believe that i'm not convinced that eliminating all friction and tension is the right way to go so let, let's take a minute and talk about friction what is it i think i've kind of described it but so uh, but let me let me focus on it a minute friction is a point at where there is resistance conflict Or a rub, if you will, when trying to accomplish something. (laughs) Just think about that in every aspect of your life. Life's easy and going the right direction, then somebody creates conflict for you, or they rub you the wrong way, or they say something that, that throws you off track, or you, and you immediately, we immediately get defensive. See, when we get defensive, I honestly believe it's hard for us to possess new territory. When we live our life because of this tension and pressure that's built up because of other people that we think is keeping us from getting where we want to go, we become defensive, go into this warfare mentality, and it's like, you know, if they're going to win, I'm going to lose. So if I win, they lose mentality. And as a result, we lose meaningful moments to really understand and grow beyond our own perspective. That's what I think friction and tension does to us, at least potentially. In right measure, it gives us the opportunity to hear from another perspective. In my case, where I feel like that there's an intersection with another person in my life, not by chance, but by, by divine order, in my opinion, because I think that my steps are ordered. When that person I encounter and I see it happen every day, I was on the phone today with somebody and I, I felt myself get really, really defensive because they just weren't supporting what I thought was the right way. And then I had to step back and to pause and to reconsider and go like, wait a minute, you know, let me hear them before I get defensive against them. And see, that's a good word to some of you today. Some of you are so hell bent and your feet are stuck in the ground so deep regarding your own opinion that nobody can tell you anything that. That will that you will even consider much less apply to your life because you know what the way things should be. Well, Reggie, I've had success and it's worked this way for so long. I, I know. But what about next successes and new successes and other opportunities that may be coming your direction? You have got to allow the differences and the resistance and the force and the pressure. Uh, and the conflict with other people be an opportunity for you to grow and develop and become something different in a different way, in a different situation, for a different result, in my opinion. So, I, I want us to see this rub that we have against other people or them against us, or this conflict that arises up, listen, as an opportunity to grow and expand and open our horizons to new opportunities. That are awaiting us if we will step in, but you can't step in unless you step into the and in, and in, 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 into the conflict and you learn from it, not get defensive from it. And that's what I hope you do today. See, I think this is what I would refer to as transformational change. You can't have transformational change without resistance. You cannot have transformational change personally or professionally if in your path, you do not encounter friction, resistance, and conflict. It's inevitable. You cannot change you without something transformational occurring to you that turns you in a different direction to make the changes that are appropriate for your life. Is friction great? No. Is it bad? No. It just needs to be given in proportion to needs and helping you to make, to force you or to consider changes that in the past you have overlooked. (laughs) Friction's a force. And when you butt up against friction and resistance, this is what I would actually have you to think, because this is what I'm thinking. When I feel resistance, friction, and conflict, it's a sign to me that there's change around the corner. I'm, I'm right up on it. Because if I just go through life with no bumps and no challenges, how in the world could I ever see life differently? Makes no sense, right? So when you're, somebody rubs you wrong, you know, how many times you, yeah, I just, I don't want that person rubs me wrong. And so what I tend to do is the first time I, since I get a sense, for, uh, per, uh, the first time I get a sense that, that this person rubs me the wrong direction, I cut it off. And I say to myself, better me cut it off than to have to deal with what I know inevitably is going to be a problem for he and I or her and I in the future. I'd rather just get rid of it now, which is a cop out if you want to know the truth. <laughs> it's a way for me just to not have to deal with potential change in my life that's transformational. There are some people that come into my life, who have come into my life that just rub me the wrong way and who have been transformational leaders in my life because they thought different they saw different. They called me on my nonsense. And so that's what I want. I want those force multipliers in my life. I want those people who can come in to my life and go like, hey, you know, though you think this is right, let me show you some other data that may be in contradiction to that. And it may create conflict for you, but it still didn't change the truth. That's what you want around you. These force multipliers, they do create friction they do create conflict they do create challenge just because they're different than you and i think that they're ushered into your life at least for consideration you want transformational change then you better expect there to be friction resistance and conflict because you can't get off your path without it you'll stay on the same path you're heading down the same direction everything looks the same every you talk the same i mean you just you're like a robot and then all of a sudden somebody comes against you and creates some conflict And, you know, causes some challenges in you. And the first thing you think is, um, you know, get them out of my life. They're They're a distraction and a roadblock. When in essence, I think that they're the right turnoff for you, if you will, to get back in the path and new direction. You need to be going for the new results that you want. That's good. So are you feeling today, as you listen to this, some friction in your life or some resistance or some conflict and you're just kind of fed up with it? I'm going to ask you to change your mindset on that today. And I want you to really get excited about that friction and that tension and that conflict because inevitably change is happening. No force, no friction, no resistance, no pressure, no change. How about that? Friction, again, is not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a necessary thing for us to have Transformational change. So, why are we so obsessed with eliminating friction, or you know, and, and we only see it basically as a thief robbing us of our treasures? That's the way I saw it. I mean, somebody comes in, and you know, I get defensive because they're challenging me. And really, in my mind, I justify it going like I'm just protecting what's mine. Guys, in my opinion, I think that if we feel pressure, we get territorial and we want to fight. And basically this whole instinct kicks in to protect what we have been given and we are okay with it. I'm going to challenge that notion today. And I'm going to ask you to consider that maybe what you're protecting can be enlarged by somebody coming into your life who can challenge you and create a little bit of friction for you. How would you like what you have to be expanded? Maybe you need somebody else with new thought to come in and to speak into your life and to create a different way of thinking and a different way of behaving that can expand what you're doing and you not feel like you have to uh, protect everything that you have so that you won't lose it. These force multipliers are coming into your life. Don't too quickly shut them out. They can take and help expand, in my opinion, some of what you already have, to create more of what you never thought you would get, that's powerful. So, I think secondly, when it comes to why we obsess over getting rid of friction, is we we we've gained a lot of knowledge, but we lack understanding. And I've talked about this on la, on a past few podcasts. But the fact of the matter is, you can know a whole lot about something. You meaning you can know the what 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 that somebody is causing. Pressure to in, in your relationship with them, or they're resisting your ideas, or you know the homeowner, the customer is you know just difficult, or because they're not seeing your great, you know you've pitched, have a great presentation, and that, but they're just not getting it, so something's wrong with them. Listen, you can understand all of the techniques, but what really takes your techniques to another level is when you can understand. Where the pressure is coming from, why it is coming, and how to grow in it and with it. That is the sign of not just a professional salesperson, but somebody who's grabbed grasp got a good grasp and a hold on life in general. Don't just seek to know, seek to understand. The problem with us is many of us have lost. Our desire to pursue, I think, two important ingredients when it comes to understanding, which helps us to see what force and this friction um, and these force multipliers are coming into our life and why they're there. If If you can understand why they're there, it'll give you and I the opportunity to grow past where we are. But we're not patient. We don't have a lot of perseverance in our personalities now. What I mean by that, what I mean is like, we feel like if somebody or something can add to us instantly, you know, we really don't have time for it. And the last thing that we're gonna do is hold on when pressure mounts, when we can exit stage right really quickly and get on to our next task. You know, when some people, when some things and some people come and trying to distract you from where you think you're going, and then you take time and consider it and listen to it. And then you course alter, if you will. And then you start seeing new paths and new horizons and new great things happen in your life. That's when—that's what you want, these, these force multipliers. And I, I'll try to stop saying that, but it just, it, it makes sense to me that the, these people who are bearing this type of gifting in their lives to me within measure can be helpful beyond what I've given them the opportunity to do. I think one of the other things that causes us to obsess to getting rid of friction is that we're taking action but the wrong but at the wrong time and with for the wrong reasons right so we're quick to respond we're taking action but sometimes it's the wrong action and we're doing it quickly just so we can get on with whatever's next so i I, i'm going to take uh just a second i want to talk about three ways that you and i can see and view this transformational friction and ap- apply it to our lives the first thing is think about this if you have too little friction not enough so to speak if you if if you have too little friction it could be dangerous or reckless in life right if you don't have any frictions think about this you're driving a car with no brakes going downhill that's reckless and dangerous there's a friction in the pads that affect the tires that grip the road that you need to slow you down sometime. And I'm going to tell you something, many of us are just reckless by nature. We like we don't want friction because we don't want to be held back. <laughs> Sometimes, friend, you need the brakes. you don't need more speed. And friction is what causes at times you to slow down when you need to slow down. To keep you from going around a corner at too high a speed and destroying everything you've worked for. So, too little of friction at times can be reckless and dangerous for you as well. So, you need a little friction in your life. The second thing, view on transformational change regarding friction, I think matters is we, you know, too much friction could be stifling and a death sentence on progress. So, I'm not saying, a little bit, and I'm not saying a lot, I'm telling you moderation. And so sometimes we get so hung up and you know, friction slows us down and it, 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 it keeps us from progressing. And that's not what I'm talking about either. I mean, more bureaucracy <clears throat> and more structure sometimes creates more handcuffs for us. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you've got to find that moderate gear of friction that keeps you on your toes, keeps you in progress, but it also keeps you from making decisions that are dangerous because you're after speed and fast and I gotta get there. And the last thing I would say about this view on transformational friction is this. Some friction, moderate friction is like vegetables. It's good for you. So friction, tension, restraint, In moderation is the key to the law of friction. So this is the part of my podcast that I call information for transformation. Um, And and this is where I think if you take this information, apply it to your life, it can transform you forever. And so what I want to talk on this subject right now as we close the podcast is this designing the appropriate level of friction in your life drives a new level of emotional engagement that earns the trust of others around you. They see moderate as opposed to extreme and that you have committed emotionally to that lifestyle. It it provides trust to them in your relationship. What a goal, a goal to be balanced when it comes to friction becomes a testimony to people that appeals to them. No extremes, we're moderate. And the friction plays a very valuable piece of that in our life. So if we understand friction is a force, it's inevitable but useful. There's three steps I'm going to leave you with uh, to friction that causes the force to work with you, so to speak. The first thing is this. You've got to distinguish between good and bad, friction and tension. Like I said earlier, moderation. Don't let yourself get too carried away too little or too much, find that gear in the middle, which leads me to my second thing. Understand the friction component or the measure that's required to move you forward, right? What percentage of friction, how does that work in your life to where you feel a little tension and pressure, but it doesn't keep you from not moving forward? And the third thing is you've got to adjust the dial of the friction as you learn um, situationally. That means this, you have, to, you have to get to a point in your life where you're aware, and I talk about this so much in my testimony, and that is, I have this daily awareness of, of, of what's going on inside of me, and you can need to stay, do the same thing uh, with your friction. If it's too much, you need to cut it off. Guys, thank you so much for being with me today. This law of friction can work for us. We need friction just in moderation. If this has helped you today, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. If there's anything else I can do, please reach out to me um, and invite somebody to join us next week. But until then, have a great day. God bless you and I'll talk to
0: you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Live Exposed with Reggie Brock. In fact, if you did, go ahead and rate the podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We also would love if you subscribed to the podcast and also shared it with your friends and family. They would probably enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week as we continue down the journey that leads to ultimate freedom through living the life that you were meant to live.